Hello, everybody, and welcome to No Time to Grind, the podcast for the busy gamer. Now, this is Michael, and joining me as always, <laughs> bursting into flames because he didn't turn off his booster, Matt. It's working! <laughs> it's working! And the Jar Jar Binks of No Time to Grind, Adrian. Misa, have a good time. We've put all your merchandise <laughs> in the landfill. You can't get any Adrian Beautiful. merch anymore. You, really? You can't get any Jar Jar merch? Why would you want to? A lot I'm of sure, it ended up. I'm there. sure there's like a kid out there that's like, Jar Jar's my favorite. Of course. There, there are people who say that, and they're wrong. But, but, okay. but they exist, but they're wrong. I mean, I liked Jar Jar Binks when I first watched episode one. Uh, then again, I was an infantile toddler-like child. But and not much has changed since then. No, nothing has changed, in fact. And you know what else I liked about episode one? What did you like about episode one? Episode one, Racer, specifically. Uh, the game. Because yeah, it's, not, it's not Star Wars episode one, The Phantom Menace pod racing. It's just Star it's Wars episode called... one, Racer. I always thought it was called Pod Racer, but like Star Wars Pod Racer, that's what I thought it was. It is not. It's, it's because it's not pod racing. Anakin told us what pod racing was. He said, this is pod racing, and this obviously isn't. Hang on. No, but he said this is pod racing when he was very clearly attacking an enemy spaceship. That's, I feel like what he's saying is <laughs> That's that true. anything is pod racing. If, if you, you believe. Yeah, it's like when you hard in it. It's like when you're uh, hunting a man. And you say, now this is sport. <laughs> okay. okay. I was like, where on earth are you going with this yet? This is the true sport. This, <laughs> this is this is real. This is real pod racing. You know what else is real, guys? What was real? New Fallout game from Bethesda. Let's talk about some of the some of the things that have been revealed pre E three. Pre three, if you will. Pre three? Yeah, I like that. Uh, well, Fallout 76. Now, I'm probably the biggest Fallout fan out of us three. If I'm not, if Michael might just be quiet about it and he's a big Fallout fan. Um, but I'm, I'm a deep, I'm a deep fan. I think, I'm, but you're still a bigger fan. I'm loud about it. You're a loud fan. Yeah. I'm, sure. I'm like, haha, New Vegas is probably the best game ever. It's definitely the most unappreciated game. <laughs> what? Especially by Adrian. Yeah, okay. I'll accept that, but you know what? I've played it twice now and been disappointed twice, so you know, uh, you can hear you can hear our thoughts on that. We've got a partial episode on that, so there's plenty uh, to hear. Um, but honestly, Fallout 4 was a bit stale to me. Like I think I'd prefer to play New Vegas or 3 before 4 again. The only reason I'd play 4 is because I've got a PlayStation 4 and it's right there and it's easy to do. No hassle, just do it. So I but think we're not that, talking. We're not yeah, talking we're not about talking Fallout about Four. We're talking about the you know Fallout 70, 70, 72 iterations further into the yeah, series. Yeah, I missed a lot. Yeah, it's got bad. Fallout Shelter was technically Fallout Five. Anyway, so that joke aside, uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it because I think it could freshen up like the series. I'm it's, looking forward to it because I. In general, I prefer playing games with friends. And even though it might like not be my favorite series, series. I think I might still enjoy, you know, playing games with you guys 
I mean, Minecraft we played recently again and was awesome fun. So you know, this can't be too far removed if it's a, it's also a survival game. Yeah, that's and what... I think they feel that way having made this Fallout seventy six. They go, we want to try something, we want to try multiplayer, some more survival mechanics, and we don't want to bank it on being the definitive Fallout five. No. Yeah. So if it, I... if it doesn't work, it's nothing lost. We'll all have some fun. I think as long as there are like quests, I, there doesn't even necessarily need to be a storyline. I just hope that there's quests to do in it, that it's not just open-ended, that it's more it's more like if you took Fallout and then modded in multiplayer somehow. I, I wish it's closer to that than, you know, Rust or DayZ, but with a Fallout skin. I'd yeah, hope you got to get is. the balance right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean... I- a long campaign, well, not campaign, but a long overarching story would be good, I guess, but I don't think it's necessary because out the f- the over the long stories in the Fallout games are probably like my least favorite part of it. Like, oh, my dad's missing, I don't care. Oh, my son's missing, I don't care. I yeah. Said this- Speaking of sons missing and survival games, <laughs> uh, have you heard much about the forest? I feel like it that's could a bit of an old one. That. Yeah, well, it's so, been in early access for a long time. Yeah. It's finally released. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't yes. know early access games could be released. Amazing. But that has a thing where it's almost... We're allowed so one a year. The plane <laughs> crashes and it's uh, your son has been taken by like the cannibals. So there's the story there. Uh, but if you want, you can just play basically horde mode where you just set up a camp because the more you build the more enemies spawn. Okay. So if you go all out in turning it into like a crafting survival game, like a Minecraft wanting to build things, it um, more Contracts. cannibals like come and attack your stuff. Whereas if you just survive and have like a tent here and like a little house and follow the story, apparently, yeah, they don't come as frequently. Interesting. I mean, I, it was, is this a bit of a, scary one because like the cannibals can come out of nowhere yeah and get I think they... it's scary because it's more realistic like slender man is a fantasy creature kind of thing uh and then fallout has monsters that are very clearly like oh it's an iguana but a hundred foot tall whereas cannibals exist in the real world and i think it'd be interesting if if this fallout tries to go a bit more for that where Normally you stumble upon, like, it's like, oh, don't go there. There are enemies there. Well, what if this time around it's like, no, they'll come to you. You know, you'll get raided, like, in your settlements and things like that. Yeah, that's actually what I was... ghouls will come to you. That's exactly what I was thinking is maybe they're taking... They're really taking the settlement idea from Fallout 4. Like, this is just... If Fallout 4 was just the settlements... And then they've tweaked it a bit, and then that's what we've got. That's what we'll have. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think this is inspired by like all the crafting and settlement stuff from yeah. Fallout 4? And they were a little like, well, this is kind of useless in this game because it's just for one person. I reckon that's that's my personal belief. That's my Because there's not really much information. There was just a cinematic trailer, and it looks pretty cool. Because I said to you guys, like, I was surprised. I, wouldn't have, I would think Bethesda would be the last company to fall to modern gaming trends. 
But I but, don't think they're falling to Mother Yeah, Mary. the more I think about it, the more it's like, oh, maybe, maybe it's a coincidence and they just made all this really awesome stuff and they're like, well, maybe we could make this into a multiplayer game. See, I think Bethesda is big enough that it's like they don't fall to the trends. They do whatever they want and it like... Like, consider Doom, you could say, oh, they're falling to the trend of first-person shooters like Call of Duty. And then Doom came out, and it was like, it's a whole other thing. And it's like, holy crap, well, that's a little different. why did we doubt? Is it, we won't know until Fallout 76 is out. I'm, if curious, anything, I'm definitely curious. If anything, they're a little bit uh, behind at times. Yeah, yeah, that was my point. Whereas it's not like following the trend. If it's a battle royale, Adrian, I will kiss your feet because you were so correct. <laughs> well, that's if what I mean. Like, but a survival game, like, I wouldn't. I mean, it makes sense because uh, Fallout is a survival survival universe. Yeah. But um, it just depends. Like, it uses all the buzzwords that make you think it's like a Minecraft or a Rust or a Daisy. Um, so, but I'm sure it'll be its very own thing. We don't. We won't know until we see more. Really. Yes, and I'm very excited. I don't think I'm like a- any anxious. I'm just like, whatever this will be, it'll be it. It'll be great. I'll have and fun. It's not main, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. That's speaking of things that are not main core games, so it doesn't matter. No, no, is, you're wrong. Yeah, but uh, am I? Yes, am I wrong? they've come out According and said to them. Pokemon, Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee are main line no, games. They're not main. They're mainline games. They're very clearly not. They're not generation they, eight. They said they're mainline games. They're not generation eight though. No, but that's coming. What gen I mean, are that's, they? It, that's like saying X and Y two are not mainline because they're not new generations. One, correct. And two, they don't exist. Well what didn't they do? No. Oh sorry, black and white two. That was the last one I played. <laughs> oh, my Sun and Moon God. Ultra. Yeah. Yeah, see I don't consider that like a main core game. Personally, well, they do, and well, it's, it's that's up to good, you. Good for them because I think the first thing in a generation is main core. Um, but, but anyway, <laughs> let's talk about Pokemon, the actual game. Let's go, opinion. Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, I was excited, then scared, and then excited again. That's where I'm sitting at the moment. Because <laughs> I saw the announcement, and I, and it was like, yeah, it's a core game coming, and I was like, oh, sick. And saw the trailer where it's like, I love the fact you can play on one Joy-Con. And, um, I like I'm that just, you can do co-op. That's so Yeah, cool. the co-op is so good. And then I saw that it's like, oh, also we have another, like a, a more traditional game coming. And that got me worried. Because I'm like, does that mean this one's going to be like too different? Like too much like Go and not enough like the traditional Pokemon? But then I think Matt linked it or someone linked me a massive like Q&A that Game Freak did and it satiated my desires and put my worries to rest. Uh, and it was like all the good things. The only thing that annoys me at this point is I can't evolve my Eevee into a Jolteon. You can catch another Eevee and evolve that one. But I want my special one to be a Jolteon. It's not going to be special. You're going to put it in the PC. You're going to neglect it. You're going to get a new one and you're going to love that one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah okay. See, I don't find the point. What's the point of either having Pikachu or Eevee if you can't evolve them? Because it's because the it's Pokemon ones. Yellow. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And that's what it's it's Baby's first. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is like core. Yeah, and that's what they've said. It's a like a a bring across. Yeah. yeah. 
for people. I'm looking forward to co-op. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's be good. But still, I'm not happy that I can't evolve my Pikachu. Like it, it almost doesn't. To me, it's like well, then it doesn't matter what I get because I yeah, which evolve. which copy? What does it matter? Uh, it doesn't. And then I'll just You'd go. Catch. Pikachu is just a better Pokemon though than Eevee. An Eevee that can't evolve. Yeah. He's not as good as an, a Pikachu that can't Eevee evolve. An Eevee that can't evolve is just a Rattata. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not too wrong. Um, but, the yeah, the actual game itself, uh, I'm pretty excited for it, but I'm more, I've got more points of excitement into Fallout 76 and then Pokemon 2019. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this this might get me excited to play Pokemon 2019, which I probably will anyway because I want to see. I, I mean, I have played. I've only played to the end in full, gold, and one of the black or whites. I can't remember which one. And apparently, the sequel, not even the first. No, one. I didn't even play the sequel. I just know that I had one. Oh, okay. And I was like, why does this game need a sequel? Anyway, I'm keen to maybe try another Pokemon game on the Switch. I think it's a good place to start. Being Gen One, because it was it's a very mm. pure experience. You're not it is bogged just down the by first Gen. Yep. Yeah, it's Kanto. It's 151 Pokemon. No, they said 150. They implied there's that you always can't get there's always Mew. <laughs> they implied that you can't get it, but they do say that you can get a new Pokemon, which yeah. will be from Gen Eight, I presume. I've... Maybe it'll be the zeroth Pokemon. Pokemon Go <laughs> is also implying. That the Alolan types yes. are allowed? Yeah. I've heard that too. So, that... Executor Dragon? Executor? Yes. And like Ice Sandshrew? Which would wreck shop in the uh, in the Gen 1, like in the Pokemon Yellow gym leaders. I'm just, I'm just thinking right now, I'm like, oh yeah, that'll take on Lance. Uh, Ice Steel Sandslash would just destroy Lance. Sorry, I'm in, I'm in too deep. We should probably move on. <laughs> well, what else has come up early that we want to talk about? I'd like to talk about Mario Aces. Because that's, <laughs> that's actually going to come out even oh, sort of after E3, but during the month. I'm sure Nintendo will show it off one more time before it releases. But this weekend, as of recording, it is in an open beta. Oh, really? Yes, on your Switch. Is this the one where everyone was judging the size of... Luigi, let's say. <laughs> what is he? Is he in it? I haven't. I haven't unlocked him yet. There was um some pictures came out of. Oh yeah, I see it already. Oh <laughs> yeah, and people were like, "Whoa, Luigi, you're uh, you're packing some heat." I need to have a check of this. And Hang they, on. I don't think... worry, I've sent it in the channel for you. <laughs> As uh, it's probably my favorite character. And as we all know, the Mario Brothers are growers, <laughs> not showers. Uh, Twitter handle at Jeff Jacks. Uh, wow. Oh, so they're saying there's not much going on for Luigi. Like he's packing some heat, but there's not a lot of heat. Not a lot of heat there for uh, Luigi. You'd think it would be taller, considering that he's Luigi. It's not. No, I'll, I'll stop. Sorry. <laughs> so I've been playing the Mario Aces beta. And all I can say is, I hope the release game has matchmaking. Why was there none? Because here I am with my, like, seven wins, nine losses, around 300 points, 
uh, and I'm getting matched up against someone with 45,000 points Whoa. who just wipes the floor with me. How do you even get 45,000 points in the beta? In the beta. It's only open for three days. So this guy, clearly, has just been playing nonstop. I'm just picking it up to have a bit of fun. Trying to no, unlock no some characters. fun. This is serious. And I was getting getting smashed. And I was like, that can't, that's got to be fixed because there's a lot of like nuance and knowing like timings that will grow like as you learn the game. My and guess is they would have turned any sort of matchmaking off because open beta will have lower play, low play account. Yeah, and testing the servers and things like yeah. that. You want as many as you can. Exactly. But I'm just saying, like, hopefully they're not just like, yeah, jump in, have some fun, and actually think about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope so too. Uh, how how has it been played? Like, outside of the matchmaking, how is it? Yeah, I enjoy it. Because I, I, you know me, I like a good sports game. And it's pretty clean. I like its feel. Uh, a lot of people are complaining about lag. And there's been... You almost some of the games you uh figure out how off the lag is, and so I was like winning by like pressing early or late once you figure that out. So there's like a game within a game, but that I'm sure will be fixed as well. They don't want lag, but you've got your you got like you could play basically without any of the special moves, and that apparently will be a mode. And I'm more sort of interested by a that i know that sounds boring but i like just, the, just i like a good sports game and making him run from one side of the court then he thinks he's going to have to run to the other side but i just play it down the line and get it past him i like the sort of the skill of that yeah but the special moves you have uh you can either slow time to hit the ball or you can have like a like it goes into like a scope and you can like fire the ball back at them Ah, uh, yes. I, I, too, bring out my rifle when I play tennis. <laughs> yes. <What>? And you, <laughs> flick, you flick the right stick. If you're too far away to make it to a ball by just running over there and hitting it, you flick the stick in the direction and you'll do like a flip. But all of these require you to be playing well so you build up your meter to be able to do any special oh, moves. Okay. You've got a special me- move meter, of course. Yes. Yeah, but I think I'd prefer fun. to just play regular tennis i don't need i know adrian will put in the time to be better than all of us at it that's all i need that's the bare minimum i need to achieve personally it'll be like smash bros but tennis for you adrian to be honest i don't even know if i'll pick it up yeah i'm not yeah thinking (laughs) i'm thinking nah there needs to be more i guess a tennis fit like it it looks like a very good game and actually it's a subject that i'll bring up a bit more later on um when we get into Star Wars Episode One Racer, it's just like, how much of a game is there? You know. Well, shots fired. <laughs> with E three coming up, are there any things you guys are really excited to see more about, or have any predictions you want to make just now, so we can have it on record and and point and laugh at ourselves later? N- no, I'm I'm buckled in though, and I'm ready. I'm ready to go on a ride. I'm a little bit out of the loop and I'm I'm looking forward to being surprised. I don't have any predictions because I'm not sure who's supposed to be releasing what. I'm just I'm just looking forward to being surprised. I look forward to seeing some more of From Software's next title, 
Shadows Die Twice was yes. the working thing. Whether that's a Bloodborne 2, whether it's a completely new thing, I want it. I want it to see it. I want to play it. I want it. I want it. I want it. And there we go, ladies and gentlemen. He wants it. I want it. I haven't even got Dark Souls Remastered yet, and I want another one. Well, because Dark Souls Remastered doesn't truly come out until later. When the Switch version releases. Ooh, that's the true Dark Souls Remastered. You want to play Dark Souls, like, you think one bro runs are hard? You play one bro run on a Switch on the train with someone sleeping on your shoulder, some hobos spewing up across the way. That's the true difficulty. That's how you get good. Also, what trains are you on? (laughs) The bad ones. (laughs) (laughs) You're in a New New York subway. What is going on? Uh, Yeah, I reckon the true way to play Dark Souls is to go to a cemetery. (laughs) And you can't take your console there. You're not going to take your gaming PC to a cemetery. You're not going to disgrace the grounds. With you, you don't, there's no powerpoints there. You're not going to insult grandma by sending up your alienware on her tombstone. Yeah, she's not going to stand for that. But you, <laughs> she on will the switch, out for it. Though. She, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I do apologize. That also sounds even worse than what I intended it to sound. Yeah, like. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh no. I I think shadows die twice. And I, I expect that they'll be like, hey, remember Fallout 76? Like, it's out now! Because that's kind of what they did um, with Fallout 4. They were like, it's going to be out in a month or something. No, that's what and, they did Shelter was like, it's dropping tomorrow! Yeah, Sh- Shelter was like, it's out now! But I I have a low-key, because everybody's been rumouring about Fallout 3 remaster, and I don't know if it's real at all. You showed but, me a post, though. It was yeah, you. Yeah, but that Nintendo. I don't know if that's real, though. But then again, it did have Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee before that was announced, so it should be pretty legit. So but there's also Fallout 3 Anniversary. Possibly. I think Fallout 3 Anniversary was just supposed to be like, it's the Fallout 3 Anniversary, so here's Fallout 76. Uh, but if it's not, then I want it to be like Fallout 3 on the Switch, please. What if that's the whole thing? What if... What if Fallout 76 is like, hey, you want to play the Capital Wasteland, but with Fallout 4 or better graphics? There you go. And it's multiplayer. Congratulations. Well, you're not from Vault 76, though, in, in um, Fallout No, 3. but it is, it is in the neighboring state. Yeah, but it is on the other side of the Appalachian Mountains, so... So you're saying, like, rather than doing a Fallout 5, they're doing, like, a Fallout 3-2. Imagine if that's what it is. Well, hang on. 3... Times two is six. <laughs> so you carry the one and you got 76. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. We have, to, we have to move on. And I think just be, we should do this every year. We haven't done it previously, but do we expect Half-Life 3? No. No. That's, no. <laughs> all right. Good. We'll come back to this one next year and see how we go. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, but let's move on. Let's do some quick housekeeping. Do we want to quickly first say uh, if you could please... Review, subscribe. You're probably already subscribing if you're listening to this. But what you could do if you love me a lot, please, would be to tell your friends. You love games. And your friends love games. And I bet your friends would love this. There's Especially- so many episodes now that, like, you can... There's something everyone will like and will want to hear about. And Betty, yeah, is like, you can have people come back. A friend of mine 
just picked up a Switch. And so I'm like, oh, check out our episode on ARMS and on Super Mario Odyssey because, um, you know, we've got really cool thoughts about that. So, you know, people are always playing new games and when they do, check out the episodes. And I understand if if you don't have a good podcast app, I think probably the best way you can find us is on the Podbean app, which is a great listening option. With over 1,500,000 installs, and it's growing fast. So that's probably the best one. I mean, we do have a website as well, which is www.notimetogrindpodcast.com. And just go to those, share them around, share the love. As Adrian said, there's a game for everybody. TM. That's trademarked. Trademarked. (laughs) Trademarked No Time to Grind Busy Game is trademarked. PTYLTD, rights reserved. <laughs> You're here um, for one thing. <laughs> patent pending. Well, I was going to say, while we've got you here, while we're doing housekeeping, let's talk about what we got next after Star Wars oh, Episode yes. 1 Racer. All right, so the next game after Racer is Michael's Choice. Drop Hello. it now. Rage. Ah, uh, in celebration of Rage 2, probably? Yes. Whoa. I realized I'd never played Rage 1. I have it, and I wanted to play it, but this is this came out like when I was just getting into PC gaming, and uh, my brother's computer couldn't run it, so <laughs> I'm glad that I have a computer that can probably run it now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when Rage came out, my dad had a computer that had Vista, and I had a computer that had XP, so I couldn't actually play it, but my dad could, and my dad says that it's still one of the best games that he likes to play, but he's always loved Quake and Doom. He's He's a big id fan, so... It would be good to get into. What and then comes after Rage? Is the Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind, which I picked for the reasons that you just said, Adrian, is that I it existed just before I really got into PC gaming, and I played a lot of Oblivion, and I've played a lot of Skyrim, and like we said, I'm excited for Fallout 76, which is the same family. They're like cousins. No, they're more like brother and sister, I think, Elder Scrolls and Fallout. They're like brother and sister now. Uh, and so I think I should try Morrowind. It's just been uh, hard to get into, so playing it for the podcast will be a good way to force me to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really curious at this one how it'll turn out, how it we is. experience it. Old. And so the next game after that is a very special episode. I believe it's episode thirty. Yeah, it'll be our thirtieth episode. Woo-hoo. And we like to do something special every 10. We've done broad games. We've done uh, local indie games. And now we're kind of doing a board game again. We're doing a card game, uh, but because expensive of, of how busy we are as gamers on the podcast for The Busy Gamer. And yeah, expensive. I'm sure it could get very expensive. We're going to be doing Magic the Gathering online. I'm oh. very excited. It's I, gonna I be crazy because it's it's existed my whole life and I've never touched it even a little bit. I think it's, it's time, and it comes in at a perfect time where I'm. I feel like I'm ready to give it a go because I've been thinking about at least looking into some sort of uh, tabletop war game like a Warhammer 40k. Uh, oh, you would too. You're I, a total I, Warhammer 40k guy. I've never touched it, and I remember walking past. Uh, shops in high school and be like, hey, look at those nerds, and then go home and play like Ratchet and Clank. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I watched a video on it recently. I'm like, this actually looks like awesome fun, like D&D Plus almost. So 
and this kind you of shut your mouth. Feel, you shut your mouth. <laughs> this kind of fills a similar role for me, so I'm really keen to try it out. And then finally, episode thirty-one, which was the uh, chosen by the people for the people from the people. We have Super Mario Sunshine for the GameCube. Oh yeah! Have you played that before? No. Michael? No, I haven't. Wow. No. We are all Nintendo uncultured people. I've never played it either. I'm very. It's hard to, to get it. a copy of though. Yes, it is, and it's quite expensive. Um, I I think I have a copy. I, my problem was I couldn't. I wanted to play like a GameCube because I never had the GameCube. But now I have the means to do that with the uh, the beautiful GameCube adapter for for Smash Four that they made and the GameCube controller. So now I can do that. You also have a GameCube. I do have a GameCube now. That's true. I just got to find a power cord for it. Yes, I think you can either use the Nintendo sixty four one with it or the Wii one with it. Some some compatibility there. I okay, swear. Cool. I swear there is. But you still still wouldn't then need a copy. But hopefully you have a copy. Anyway, anyway, let's get down to it. We've I think we've only got like half an hour left. That's all you need for such a speedy game. So we're gonna true. go fast. Let's go. This this okay. Sorry, let's intro properly. I got too excited. Sorry. Star Wars Episode One: Colon Racer. It's <laughs> Colon Racer. <laughs> I don't remember that map. I don't remember that course. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was kind of crap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man! This game puts Sonic the Hedgehog to shame. You it's go so, so fast. fast. Now <laughs> this is pod racing. Holy heck! Uh, yeah, very fast. So fast, it's like hard to turn <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, you can't even some turns if you take too fast. You can't even do that Tokyo Drift thing that you know you can do in every racing game. Yeah. Oh my god. So, uh, someone wrote they smashed it. I did too. Yeah, I okay. So first up, did, did who who completed every map? No, I did not. Okay, no, I didn't. Okay, neither did I. The first two levels, the two like uh, I don't know pre's, I guess. Yeah, I absolutely smashed, and you Bang, can see that on done. stream. I yeah. like it was the kind of thing where you sit at front the whole time, and you basically just. Just doing a slalom gate rather than a race because everyone's so far behind. And even if you crash, I think near the end of the second round, quote unquote, they start catching up. And I did have to learn because there's a special booster that I didn't know that you could do. Um, and I had to learn that. I had to figure yeah, I out. I didn't know that one because I learned it today. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got regular boost, then you've got kind of like a mini boost, which doesn't hurt your engines, and then you've got the super fast boost that will cause your engines to catch on fire and then explode if you leave it on for too long. Yeah. And so I had to learn that, and then I got to the third round, I think it's the second or third level, and you're in this forest, and that was a week ago. I smashed through this in like half of a week. I got to that level, and I can't beat that level. I... it is impossible. Some of the turning on, like, it started on map three for me. It got really difficult really quickly. And some of the turning is like, I, like, put all my brakes on, but I cannot turn fast enough. No, have I can't. built my Have I built my thing incorrectly? Is my pod racer bad? Well, yes, your pod racer was bad because you probably picked someone bad. I 
picked, not Anakin. Okay. Do you uh, know your character's name? Not off the top of my head. Let me see if I can find <laughs> it. Are you Odie Mandrell or uh, Sabulba? I was not Sabulba because he's not open to you to start <clears throat> to start with. No, he's not. Um, but I was like the second or third option. Um, let me just see if I'm, I'm just looking through a list here. Uh, you, I'm pretty sure you were the devil guy. You were the yeah. Devil he looks. Guy. He's got a really f- weird face for this graphics as well. Like it's really flat. Oh, these graphics were not great. Oh, Time so has not been dead. kind. <laughs> I can't find You've the little devil guy that you were. Quadinarus. Oh, um, oh, you were Eve Endicott, I think. Yes, yes, that rings Eeb. a bell. Um, he had the I... coolest looking pod, I think, and um, well, for me, and he had good stats. Like, I was, I felt they were good stats. I played as Darth Vader. Oh shit! The iconic villain of the Star Wars saga. Uh, so don't mess with me. Yeah, I was uh, Anakin as well. Yeah, see, I I grew up with this game, and that's why I chose it. I wanted to see if I could beat it. Now that I'm a, an adult, uh, the answer was no. But I was like, I've played Anakin heaps because it's Anakin. Everyone wants to play Anakin, and even Sabolba, people want to be. But I was like, no, I'll pick as if you know I want to win and want to be something else. So I picked what I thought I could do well with. And for the first two pre's, I did, and then yeah, and then it three. all went bad. Yeah, where where did uh, you get up to, young Michael? Uh, well, let me tell you about <laughs> episode one, Racer. I have it on disc. Yeah, I actually own it. And a game that was made in 1999 does not want to work on a modern machine. Oh, yeah, no. that's a that's a big problem. That's like a yeah consistent problem with so uh, I use games. I used like a patch that people had made, but. I've only done uh, the first circuit because every time I would quit the game, it would lose my save. Oh, really? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And not just every time I would quit the game, but if the game crashes, oh. <laughs> which I, re- I realized, I found out that if I watch the um, map's opening video... So oh, if I yeah. sit there and they and the guy's going like, and welcome to the... If I watch that video, it will crash. Oh, no. So I would have to skip it as soon as it would start, and it was okay. So I made it through, and today I was, I was able to make it start saving. It seems like if I could... I'd, if I would, like, upgrade my parts, that would, like, force it to go, oh, some changes have been made. But I didn't know about like parts upgrading in this initially because I do you understand that system? Not at no, all. No. That's one thing I want to bring up was like I love the fact there are upgrades. I have no idea what I'm doing. No, not a clue. And I Especially tried reading a guide. Yeah, I read a guide. I tried to figure out so many times. I bought all the pit droids I could, but my things were so damaged, and then there was a point where my engine was just a hundred percent broken. And I, so I wouldn't win any races because I was going so slow. So slow. I just couldn't get... Because there's supposed to be some trading system where, like, you can... If you can't trade afford... The, yeah, yeah, you can trade in old parts. Yeah, it says to trade. I don't know how you do don't that. To, yeah, couldn't figure it out. Um, 
the whole like just in general, it's like it's just a bar. It's no numbers to let you know. There's no like, uh, there's no. It's not exactly clear what's what sometimes. Also, is it better to shop in the junkyard or in Watto shop? So the junkyard can like is like a it, random piece for, for each thing. And I'm pretty so sure it, it comes be, pre-damaged. Yeah, so it might have some damage on it already. Um, but yeah, you, you so you could get access to like really high gear, but it costs obviously, and um, it's damaged. So you'd have to like ensure you don't break it. Uh, but I spent all my money straight away on more droids, like from the start, because I was aware they fix your things, and I never had any problems where parts broke. So I was mostly good. But by the third pre, I had like spent most because I hadn't needed any air brakes or traction or anything. I hadn't really put. It was mostly acceleration, top speed, some repair. Um, I spent all my money on that, and then I was like, okay, now I need to buy air brakes, but I have no money. <laughs> I found Sweet. the best thing to buy for me was cooling. I maxed out cooling once I figured out about that special uh, secondary boost. And then that was fantastic. So does that relate to how quickly you overheat on the boost? Yep. And oh, so, my God. I need, to, I need to go back and do that. Yeah. I could literally, if time, at, at the end of my career, when I got to um, Grabvine Gateway and Abyss... These two tracks are the worst and impossible to beat. Anyway, when I got, before I got to them, I could literally boost as fast as far as I wanted to. Like time wasn't a factor. Time wise, okay. I could just boost for as long as it was straight, and I would only slow down when I needed to turn. Because I was Darth Vader, and I'm very powerful. That's Darth Vader. That's pretty good. Is there a break button? Because I to stop boosting, I would simply stop. Pressing forward for a yeah. second and then re- and start again. That's how I would stop boosting. Um, the brake button. I think there's S and space. Like spaces for like a hard brake. Yeah, which is very finicky. But um, S would also brake. Even though I didn't get like I only did one circuit, I feel like I experienced what a- this game had game. to yeah. offer. That's the thing is that this game it does. One thing, and it does it good, I feel. But then the more I think about it, it's like I feel that it doesn't even do one thing. (laughs) It literally is just race. And even then, it's like the races are so easy. You're not racing. You're just going. Yeah, wasn't I asking you like, oh, so do you? what are the items? Like, do you get a lightsaber? And like, you know, green lightsaber just goes straight forward. A red lightsaber hones in. It's a Mario joke. (laughs) Ha ha. Uh, no, there's nothing. There's no items. And so I've actually done some calculations, all right? So there are 25 races in this game. Technically, all you need to do is seven races. You only need to do round three, and you can start that immediately, all right? You compare that to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That's got 48 tracks, five different battle modes. Mario Kart also has... 21 items compared to Star Wars 1 races, zero. (laughs) So that is 26 out of 74. So Star Wars 1 racer is 35% of the game that Mario Kart is. (laughs) Were you comparing that to the Mario Kart that came out at that time? No, I could, but 
it's it's more fun this way. <laughs> I'm bullying this game. Because I still think that even what in 99 or 2000, we would have had, what, Mario Kart 64 on the way to Double Dash? Um, yeah, we had one on 64. 64. I'd rather play Mario Kart 64. I never got, played it's, F-Zero. It's just more Maybe involved like to me. Is I'm sorry, but it's just way more involved having it, like having the items and stuff. You know? Yeah, well, this is a more serious racer, but... Is it? Well, like in the racing sense, because it's, it's not about like beating each other up or, or anything like that. Um, it could have, it could definitely maybe have helped um, to mix it up because it really is just, it's just pod. Now this is pod racing. Like that's it. You, you just race. You just, you just go. But is it supposed to be, is it like Wipeout? Where it's just supposed to be like fast for its time, visually impressive, interesting maps. I don't know what it's supposed like. Like you're saying, yeah, is it just supposed to be? It's supposed to be pure. Yeah, and that's fine, I guess. But is it enough for me, the busy gamer? Is that enough for my time? My time is precious. I don't have the time to grind a game. When There's no grinding though. You just, exactly. Like, you just you do kind it. of just get the money to get the parts you need as you go, at least for the first half of the game. Especially if you do winner takes all. I did that as well. So oh, I would just take the full prize pool. So I had plenty of money. I could replay it and do that and possibly have a good enough racer to get through Grabvine Gateway and Abyss. Um, it's just. But you said visually impressive, um, even for the time. Have you seen some of these guys? <laughs> have you seen some of these guys? You've got Tinto Pagales. Oh, he's ugly. Oh, there are some real bad looking guys on Could this. Could you describe him for people who are just <sighs> listening right now? So picture like a pug, right? Uh, and then magnify his bottom jaw about double. And then all of his bottom teeth are sticking out. He still looks fine. But now grab the top half of his head like it's Play-Doh and pull it up so now the head is about three times taller. Uh, The ears are just on top and backwards and then slap some goggles on him. And so that's still not necessarily... No, that's a pod racer. (laughs) It's not necessarily bad, uh, but then these graphics, so... You only have 32 polygons to render what I've just described. Good luck. <laughs> that I, the real the moment I realized they were really really bad was <laughs> I, I, this is weird because it only started happening on the third round was um they the they were the races would start to shit talk each other in like a in front of the pods like in the garage. So like actually, one. just real quick, that happens if you press space to initiate the race. Okay, that's, so, that's not just the last round. Okay, that's probably how. Okay, that's probably why I did that. Um, but when I looked at my guy, he looked like that um, Katamari God guy from the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, your face! Oh, oh you're so ugly!" <laughs> oh, the best is actually is Anakin because they use like a 16-bit image. Of the actor's face of Anakin oh, Skywalker. Yeah. I think it's his voice. 
I think it is the kid's voice. I don't know who he is. I can't remember the name of the kid. He lived a very sad life because of how poor of a reception that episode one got. Probably also what a poor reception episode one racer got as well. Did it do well? I have a feeling it did well, though. I think it did well. What? No, it can't have. (laughs) I feel like it did well based off the fact it was the game it was. Oh my god! I'm god. pretty sure that the, the 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 N64 I got was like a bundle. It was a Nintendo 64 Pod Racing bundle. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it was the game came with the N64 in a big box. Oh man, I remember those massive boxes. Are you, are you just kind of having a trip right now? Huh? I'm having flashbacks to like beating my brother in games. Star Wars Episode One Racer, 451 votes on GOG.com of 4.5 stars. Uh, maybe if you scale it back in time, but nowadays it hasn't aged well. Nostalgia. Oh, I'm nostalgic uh, for it, and it's okay. Like, it's n- nothing more than that. As of 2011, the game holds the Guinness World Record for best-selling sci-fi racing game having worldwide sales of 3.12 million, beating other series like Wipeout and F-Zero. Goddamn. All you have to do is make a massive movie franchise, then a sequel trilogy to that massive movie franchise, as well as a universe based around it, and then you've got the best racer. So, Come on, Nintendo. But then according to the reception, um, all game... Gave the P like the Nintendo sixty four version three and a half stars, but gave the PC version two and a half stars. <laughs> okay, I would have said the PC version's better because I had it on N sixty four, and I don't ever remember any of those cutscenes. So those must have been a PC thing or a, and a hardware limitation of the N sixty four. Yeah, uh, I I actually looked at uh, some Nintendo sixty four gameplay, and the HUD for the Nintendo sixty four game. Like, it just doesn't look as good. It's not as smooth. Like, it might only have a handful of polygons and textures that it shares around, but it does use them well enough. And then you look at the... I looked at the Nintendo 64 version, and I thought, thank God I went PC route. Because one of the options I had was to be a bit illegal here and uh, emulate it on the Nintendo 64, which I didn't. because I'm a good boy. But, thank God. Michael just sent us a picture of um, the bundle. The N64. The bundle. bundle. The bundle. Yeah. Like, I mean, do I need to describe any other bundle? No. I'm disappointed that the controller is not coloured like his racer. Because his one in particular sort of looks like a 64 controller if you were looking from the the top <laughs> if you turned it the other way yeah i can see that it's just I'm trying to find... yeah i mean i guess <laughs> so if imagine if it was like squinted. blue with the stripes and it, that's him oh the yeah, yeah, as, yeah, the, yeah. as the thumbstick yes oh my god i thought you meant like the whole thing and i was like nah i know it doesn't oh man it does that would be <laughs> sick that would be a sick controller. that's how you do a bundle um, well not in then 64 days i like how watto is also on there because he is really the MVP of this game <laughs> with his, hey, his bullshit value cost system, how to upgrade, 
Did you we know never you understand the mystery of nah, water. How do you try that? I don't know. It's it kind of option. changed. It kind of changed it in the game because in this, in the universe of Star Wars, this is all, probably organized by the Huts, Jabba the Hut. Oh, it's his uh, father, I believe, in Episode One. Anyway, uh, but then in this, it kind of seems like that Watto is the one in charge, and also that Watto is in the cantina, which isn't true at all. That's not how it works. So they didn't even do their research. Maybe he's just having a drink, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, you want to buy something? By the way, you're going to do the race? Have I got something for you? How do you do the leans on the N64? Because controls-wise, I quite enjoy it. Um, I can't remember. I didn't play this on N64 this time, uh, but I remember it being natural enough. I remember having problems though. Because you're going so fast, and then some of the gaps are like you have to turn your pod on the side to to fit to get through. But it's like you're going too fast, and sometimes you clip it, and then you lose an engine and spin out. Um, and that's, uh, that's sometimes a few you of those. just lose. Sometimes you just lose an engine. I've had many you'll, of things. You'll just clip a corner, and then it goes. No, no, no. I swear to God, I have. Clipped the ground, like the ground is oh, yeah. two two separate models. Clearly, and where they intersect, I'm going too fast, and I go over this line, and my racer just explodes. And it's just like I go. Mm-hmm. Good. Six out of ten. Oh, I'm losing now. Or That's- because they don't know how to make. Uh, rounded edges with low polygons. Yeah. So sometimes you'll be doing the hard turn leaning. You're like, mm, this feel good. I'm going to bounce off this part. La- last lap, I just bounced off there, took a little bit of damage. You bounce it in just the wrong spot. So the front of your podcast meets the join of the polygons, you die. Yeah, Pod you racer, did. Michael, not podcast. Was <laughs> that <say> podcast? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, love, I just love this format so much. Welcome to Star Wars Episode 1 Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Trying now to turn my podcast now this is podcasting. Up. You're dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> How did we not use that at the beginning? Because it's cheap. It's too obvious. <laughs> We're we better than that. to lure people in to a false sense of security that this was a good podcast. That is... Um, so, what do, you, what do you guys think? What are your thoughts overall? Overall, it's it's just it's okay. It's entertaining enough because there's stuff to do in your own. As in, I was so far ahead in every game that I was like hardly paying attention and still winning, right? But there was enough happening in, on your own pod in regards to the repair mechanic that it was engaging enough for that. Like, I wasn't engaged in the race. I was engaged in making sure I don't drop to second. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was fun. Like, being able to be like, okay, I'm on a straight now. I want to um, really maximize my boost. So, you go into your super boost where your engine overheats. And then you, like, you, you dance with the devil and you, like, let it let your engine overheat and break out into a fire and you repair it. Um, I really like the repair mechanic in general and just that way of, like, I'm going to slow down now so I can... Uh, fix up my engine so that I can go faster and choose like like there's a bit of micromanagement in that and I like that idea. 
Um, it's just, I feel like it'd be even more interesting if it was the race was actually hard enough for you to worry about that. But it feels like the race races don't scale up; they just kind of go from easy to hard on a flick of a switch. Yeah, I think the race track itself sets the difficulty kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Like some of that ones early on where it's just like a loop is fine. Oh, but... yeah. I replayed because I wasn't sure how to earn money and I was hoping that I could go and play an old race and earn money. Apparently you can't. Um, and so so I tried it and um, I was lapping everyone. Like even I think I lapped the guy in fifth place. Get the double win. That's how good. The double. Um, <laughs> I would love to like. Obviously, they think this is popular enough that it reserved that it deserved a re-release of some kind, right? But they didn't want to. I feel like what it really needed was a remake from the ground up. But all they did was remaster, and it wasn't even that much of a remaster, to be honest. It was just a re-release. They didn't even up the graphics or anything. So what about the sequel. What uh, really? Yeah, yeah. There's a sequel. Is there Star yeah. Wars Racer Revenge, which you can get on PS4 uh, as part of a PS2 classic? Is it? I did not know this existed. Yo, Neither can we skip I. whatever we said we're playing ago. next week and play that? Mm, <laughs> you, no, <laughs> you can play it on stream. No, how did you that pl- one go? Because I would love a really good pod racing game, and I did not know that this got a sequel. Play it on and stream. This, there you go. Maybe I will. Like this, I would love a good pod racing game. And Star Wars Racer Episode One is okay. It's okay. It's it's barely. It's a pod. It's it's a pod race simulator. It's well, not how a, about, it's a racing game. Star Wars how about Racer Revenge. What? How about uh, Star Wars Super Bombad Racing? What? I think you're you starting about to get a little too far. Super <gasps> Bombad. Super Bombad Racing. Yes. What? You guys just putting words together. Oh, uh, I remember this. You showed me this years ago, Michael. Super Bombad Racing. It is like I think this is the Mario Kart version of Yeah, cuz you can attack and you can play as Darth Maul and Yoda. You can play as uh, the King of the Gungans, Boss Nass. <laughs> you can also be characters from Return of the Jedi with large heads and small bodies. It's it's amazing. <laughs> I've never played it. Well, I might have to look I've at it in my own time. Uh, okay, just for those who are curious, so uh, game rankings for Super Bombad Racing is 61.62%, uh, but for Star Wars Racer Revenge, it is a 7562 Damn, I need that. And that's like a, a direct sequel? Uh, Racer Revenge, Revenge is a direct sequel. Yes. It takes place during like Attack of the Clones sort of time. I guess when he was back on Tatooine, he's like, first, I'm going to win a race, and then I'm going to slaughter the women and the children. Oh, no. Now, this is murder. (laughs) Now, this is pillaging. Now, this is Order 66. No, it's uh, he's coming second, and the first person taunts him, and he, then he goes, "You underestimate my power. I've you turned her the against me." Speed. I've got the highest speed. Yeah. That's when someone accidentally knocks his, or even purposely knocks his pod racer, and he goes, "You turned her against me." Yeah. <laughs> 
I like how we've just turned this into it's a over, Star Anakin. Wars meme fest. <laughs> I have the high speed. Uh, in Bob Bad Racing, Yoda uses his little chair. Oh, his that's little episode so <laughs> two chair. That's amazing. Oh, bless him. There's um, a note here for kinesthesia. Who has put this one down? What have they got to I say? I put that there. That was about the leaning. And I actually, I thought I thought the controls overall were pretty responsive. And I enjoyed that you had to lean to make it through some gaps. And when you were moving at speed, you really felt connected to your yeah. pod. Yeah. And you didn't want to hit the edges. And that's good kinesthesia in a game when you feel connected. It's like when you're driving a car. You don't want to hit your car. You feel like it's a part of you. And yeah, I think it yeah, did that pretty well. I, I completely get what you're saying. I think my uh, final thoughts on this I've been thinking about is like it's got excellent controls for what it is, for the good gameplay, very good gameplay, but then there's no game. It's like there's a proof of concept, but then it doesn't have, like to me, this it's is almost it like. a tech demo and just they've just filled up with maps. Yeah. And then. When you get to Abyss and you get to grab Fine Greatway, Gateway, so that's a bit of a tongue twister. Uh, they they didn't even quality control it, maybe? Because <laughs> it's impossible <laughs> to play. You, this is a game for a busy gamer. Yes, maybe. Uh, but don't get it. <laughs> is yeah, what I think. We, do we... I've been thinking about this lately, about how we rate these. Do we should we include like this is a bad game, so it's not good for a busy gamer because don't it's not worth your time. That's kind of what I want to say with this is like, if you really want to play this and you've got the time, yeah, you, you might relive some good memories, but that's it. But if you're a busy gamer who's like considering it, no, nah, like you got better ways to spend your time if you if you're a, if you've got other games you want to play or like to play yeah this is no time to grind and like you did say earlier this is no grinding per se because it is fairly easy but if you're lacking time this is 4 hours of your life you won't get back is the kind <laughs> of feeling like maybe pick it up and play like the first maps and then stop and you've you've played the game <laughs> just watch Someone play it. Watch Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, and then you've got it. You've oh. done it. Just like that scene goes for too long, some of these races go for too long as well. Oh, Did man, you... the maps are like, it's seven minutes for a single lap. There you go. That's the time. Like, if you're playing a high-speed racing game, you're probably thinking, oh, it's not too bad. I'm a busy gamer. I've got 30 seconds to play this game. No, because the, la- the tracks are so long. <laughs> Maybe the Game Boy version's better. Apparently it is, actually. <laughs> really? Apparently it is. Really? Apparently. That's what it, that's what the review scores say on the Wikipedia let me, article. Let me watch some Game Boy Color footage of this right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 that was hideous. <laughs> Don't worry, <laughs> this was hideous too. <laughs> that's true. Um, uh, actually... I'm going to do a quick plug because you can hear more thoughts uh, of mine uh, because I'll be releasing a YouTube video about this. Oh, my God. The Game Boy Color version is awful. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't want to derail you. Did you see that little FMV but on Game Boy Color to begin with? Oh, my God. Imagine making a game... For, that requires more than 16 colors, uh, but then you release it anyway. 
anyway, uh, we've kind of started a YouTube, which we'll be putting stuff on it, uh, which is just no time to grind if you search us. And I've currently got a video up there right now that is kind of my extra thoughts on Super Metroid, which is why aren't there many SNES remakes? Uh, and so I will be releasing one as well to accompany the Star Wars Episode One Racer. Um, and if you like hearing us, then you'll like our stream as well, GrindTime underscore TV on Twitch. It's a great place to go. We, we we play the podcast game, so we played this, for example, and we're looking at uh, looking towards Rage this week and the week after, as well as uh, some fun games like Jackbox and some long form games like The Witcher. And again, if you if you do like us and you're already subscribed, a review would would go a long way. Very helpful. Uh, if you're not subscribed, you know we could we we might do your next your favorite game next week. So subscribing is recommended. Uh, but that said, if they've gotten this far, I think they know what the next game is. That's true. And I, I don't think Rage is anyone's favorite game. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I just don't think it's anyone's favorite game. Well, we'll be finding that one out next week. But for this week, we're done. Thank you very much. I've been Adrian. I've been Michael. <laughs> Hello there. I've been Matthew. Good night. Goodbye. And we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you on Rage. It's not a multiplayer game at all. Yeah, we'll be seeing you guys out there on the Rage servers. Uh, <laughs> also, I'm sorry if, if they're still going. I'm sorry for making that episode three reference. Uh, it was just the only one.